0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Millennials Are The New Rich Podcast. Today, we're gonna to be talking about business ideas, um, specifically why you shouldn't be searching for different ideas, um, you know, why that can lead you onto a road of, you know, I guess, um, delay um, and a road to, you know, never finding anything that actually works. Um, we're gonna explain everything in it. Um, you know, it was a road that we were on for quite a while um, and until we rapidly changed what we were searching for um, and, st- and, and the moment where we stopped looking for business ideas, that was when you know things finally started taking off for us. So I look forward to it and stay tuned. So here's the real mystery. How do some millennials like us ditch our college degrees and nine to five jobs to grow profitable online businesses from home? How do we fight against what our family and friends think of us and what society expects us to do to go create financial freedom and travel the world at a young age? That's the blaring question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Our names are Michael Cavallaro and Charlie Kelm, and welcome to Millennials Are The Near Rich Radio. So I was scanning through Reddit today um, and through the business forums, and you know, I came across this post by someone, and he was someone who wasn't happy at his job, you know, he, he wasn't happy where he was, he wanted something new, um, and he said for the past few months, I was just reading this today, um, that's why I really wanted to film this episode, I was really excited for it, and he was talking about how um, he's been searching for business ideas for a few months right now. And it's come to the stage where you know, every idea he was trying to find, he couldn't find anything Nothing was, you know, nothing he thought was worthy of actually succeeding. Um, and I wanted to do um, pretty much talk to you guys about why you shouldn't be looking for ideas, because from our experience, especially Jali and I, this is something we did, and you know, it led to um, you know a path where we were on I don't know how long did it take, like maybe even up to a year, where we didn't even do anything um, in business. Like we, all we did was mind maps. All we did was research and we never actually took action. So I wanted to talk about this today and what you should do instead. Um, because this is something that can really lead you on a road to delay. Um, what do you think, Charlie? Do you think? this is definitely something they should avoid looking for business ideas before I reveal what they should be looking for
1: yeah I mean the purpose of today's episode is really shortcut that yeah so that people don't have to go through that like windy road of going down that like like lane of or like looking for different things but it was an experience I think it was definitely an experience because back then we had limited time we had limited resources I mean like we didn't look for resources. We kind of just thought that we can come up with things. And we, we wanted to look for things that were new, right. right? We were looking for things that was, um, that people didn't do, right? Like there were a lot of those kind of ideas that we kind of came up, but and didn't really carry out because we didn't know how to, and that led to procrastination. So I, I really think that this episode is going to be helpful for whoever, um, wants to actually start a business quickly like starting a business quickly so that they can s- start developing themselves and, and start you know doing different things to really get themselves out there yeah
0: I want to touch on where you said um, you talked about how people often look for uh, new things like new products trendy products um, things that people don't know about yet. Um, and that's that's literally one of the worst things you can do right Um, like what you should be doing (laughs) instead um, I may as well reveal to you now is instead of looking for the newest latest I'm not even latest just newest thing on the market that no one knows about what you should be doing instead is looking for pretty much everyday problems that are happening all around you Um, and once that once you start identifying these things, once you start, you know, start thinking about it. Like maybe you start walking around your house for the next few days. Maybe you start walking around um, to work and just observing. You'll start to notice a bunch of just everyday problems that people encounter all the time, um, and you'll realize that if you can find a solution to that problem, that's a business right there for you. And it happens everywhere around you. All the people with top businesses literally did this same thing. Um, Who can I think of off the top of my head? Um, Dollar Shave Club. Elon Musk.
1: Oh yeah, Dollar Shave Club. That's like an everyday thing. So like with Dollar Shave Club, people identified that oh, people have to go to supermarket and get it every single month. Um, And why not just have a subscription model and have that shipped to you every single month, right? Like they've just solved the problem of you going to supermarkets to grab things like that. Like an everyday product instead of you needing to remember it, go and get it and bring it home. Instead, they will just ship it to you when you don't even have to think about it. Yeah,
0: and it's happening with like we're in the dog niche. Like there's so many people... Um, going to the supermarkets every single month and they don't know what products to buy they don't know what toys they should get for their dog and then now there's heaps of different companies who identified that problem and are now having that subscription model where they just send out a box every single month with the right amount of treats the right amount of toys that their dogs can have and I also want to talk about Elon Musk like Elon Musk didn't think about oh I should create a cool car that has electricity or runs off electricity or whatever he identified that you no, know, the automobile industry is just full of just gas and diesel and all these like bad pollutants that are not good for the environment. It's not long-term sustainable. And he identified that problem and he figured out that the solution is to instead start using lithium batteries, um, electricity, all that stuff. And that was a more sustainable option and a solution to a worldwide um, like problem that is not very, not good at all for the earth. Um, so, so really, what you need to start doing is thinking about. Um, the problems that are happening around you and just finding solutions for it. Let's talk about what we're doing right now. Yeah, Yeah. well,
1: before we touch on that, I just want to like draw like a a little note, side note (laughs) that like Elon Musk had a lot of like venture capital when he started the whole Tesla, like he was already an entrepreneur before that. So he had fundings, right? Like, so if you want to be able to solve a bigger problem, then you might have to start with a bigger, like, funding but and yeah. that's obviously not necessary but as long as you know that you can always start small
0: totally yeah. doesn't
1: matter what like you know like little things like shaving like cream yeah. or whatever it is that you can solve problems for, for the people that you want to serve yeah so anyway yeah like what you did think you that you think
0: they're small but they can still turn around like massive amounts of revenue
1: exactly yeah. exactly well um let's think about like a couple of let's talk about peter Prue. Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. so Peter Pru is, um, if you don't know, yeah, Peter Pru is our mentor for um, e-commerce. So we'll actually link a um, link down below on his free webinar on how to actually start a profitable e-commerce store online. So we'll do that for you. And um, like, feel free to go and click on it. And it's about an hour and a half of, um, and it, he gave tons, tons of knowledge. So yeah
0: definitely so like I guess with Peter Pru the problem that he identified was that you know most people who are selling products online they generally have a you know just a random storefront a storefront that you'll you'll see all the time when you're just shopping for products and what ends up happening is that you know 99% of people have these storefronts and what ends up happening is that you know people buy their products and once they buy the product they're done shopping and what Peter Pru identified was that people are failing because of that. They're not selling them more things. And what he realizes that, you know, what if it's the same as Pizza Hut or Domino's? Like if you guys have ever bought something from Pizza Hut and Domino's, um, the online website, you'll notice that when you buy something, um, before you even make the purchase, you'll say, hey, would you like to add this crust for $2.95? Or, um, hey, would you like to add some dessert for 6 or six ninety five or $7? Hey, would you also like to add these sauces for another money, uh, another certain amount of money? And he realized that, why can't I um, apply this to e-commerce? Why do I have to sell my customers one product and just end it there? So that was the solution that he had for the e-commerce niche. He started showing people how to start making more money off the same customer rather than just selling one product. And you know that idea alone allowed him to you know, not only make millions of dollars, but help so many more people in e-commerce um, start making profit because you know, in e-commerce, it's it's high ninety five, ninety like more than ninety five percent of people aren't making money. yeah, um that's the
1: failure yeah. failure rate. I think. yeah, yeah, did I explain
0: it well? yeah, yeah, yeah? and
1: I just want to like, and you might be like, well, what wh- what would what kind of credibility would it have to teach people that like that? Yeah. and I want to talk about his first pro- product, yeah, 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 like, and that was the first thing was that he was, um, he's obviously trying to make it work in the e-commerce um, space, and then he was looking for business ideas. And what he did was, he looked around himself and he thought about like, the interests that he has, that, that he, he enjoys doing. Yeah. Right? And he identified that he wanted to, um, he loves fishing and his whole family loved fishing, so he mm. wanted to be in the fishing niche. right? And once like, he identified that, then he's like, okay, well, what problems are people in the fishing niche actually suffering from a day-to-day basis essential stage
0: like once you find your interested um niche that you're in like just find so many problems like all the problems you encounter or people in your niche encounter anyway keep going like i just wanted to yeah make sure yeah know so that. like
1: yeah. that's that's something that and then he started looking for you know problems and he identified that um a lot of people use the same bass to go fishing and because fish are pretty they're pretty smart animals they know like they they've sensed let's say they they recognize a certain type of bass yeah right this this bait, oh, bait. bait. sorry yeah, bait. I, i'm not in a fishing niche <laughs> so i have no idea <laughs> so like they identify that there's a certain bait that the fish are always getting caught on but then after a while then the fish didn't realize that this is a bait then it will stop you know Biting onto it, but yeah. so then he identified that problem, and he started, you know, selling more baits to other people of different types and yeah. and all kinds of baits, so in that the fish won't be like cus- accustomed to to one that, that one type of bait. If yeah, that like instead, yeah, like
0: instead of instead of like if you went fishing, instead of just using the same bait over and over again for the same area, um, the box that he sold was actually not a customized box, but a box of different types of baits, different colors um, slightly different, um, uh, shapes and sizes. Yeah. Um, but the whole point was that it's, it's, it's helping you, you know, it's helping people who love bass fishing get more bass. And, you know, it's, it's such a simple, um, problem that he solved, but he ended up turning over seven figures for it because that's all you need to do. All you need to do is find a problem that people are encountering and then find a solution for it and, you know, put it out to the marketplace because people are willing to buy that. You know, people are encountering these problems. It's not just you. It's people in your same niche and are encountering it. And if you can put that out to them, they're going to buy it. So that's that's really all it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you might think that, well, if I know this solution, then why wouldn't other people um, have the same solution as well? Like, what what do you think when people have those kind of doubts?
0: Oh, (laughs) I mean, that like ties back to like when I first started, when I went on Amazon, I looked at the top rated products. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna write down these top-rated products, these top-sold products, and I'm not gonna sell them because I know that you know people aren't gonna buy them because they're buying it off them. Like, why would they? Well, like it's already saturated. And what we're doing now is we're actually selling those products because yes. we realize they're the products that people want. Like, why would you sell a product that people don't want?
1: Exactly. So it
0: just makes complete sense to find the products that are best selling and just sell them. Yeah. Yeah. Especially especially
1: when you're new to like the e-commerce space, it's, it's, it makes so much more sense to sell things that are already selling. Yeah. Right. Not Mm. everyone has the solution yet. Right. It's, Mm. it's, I mean like internet is so big. Everyone could be researching, but I would say 80% of the population aren't researching. Right. Like they can't find the products that they want.
0: Yeah. I mean like, like just again, like, if you find the top selling products on Amazon, cool. They might've sold a few tens of thousands of units, but there's a billion, there's, <laughs> there's like a, a several billion people on this planet. So there's always space for you in the marketplace. Like don't ever, um, doubt a product because it's already selling a lot. You should be like, you should be like having the epiphany moment. You're like, Oh my God, I found the product
1: exactly. that I want to sell.
0: Um, that's definitely the way to go.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I think that's very important. So that that's that's it like for this episode we just really wanted to Kind of put that in front of you before you go out there and start, you know, scratching your head and like, really, I can't find anything. I should really give up on the idea of starting a business. I can't find anything new. I'm not creative. Like, don't ever think that. It's literally just a process. Yeah. Entrepreneurship is a process. I was never, I was never a creative person. I don't know. Michael, did you think that you were a creative person?
0: Never at all. Never at all. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, like, you don't have to be a creative person to solve a problem right as long as you've identified a problem you put towards you know like put put forward a solution then that's when you actually can start generating um different ideas and start looking at different things that you can sell to the people that, that are struggling with that problem so yeah. so yeah like today i just want to put that in front of you guys like we, we want to make yeah. that clear because um we spend a year yeah on struggling on trying to find the right business idea yeah. we just don't want you to dwell on things like that so yeah the bottom yeah. line is just sit down like th- this is like an. can uh, we give
0: them an exercise yeah like yeah, yeah can
1: in- exercise okay so just sit down um, get grab a piece of paper and just list down five different niches that you actually um, are either your hobbies what you're interested in, or you're passionate about just write the 10 things down and start looking at each industry and see like which one is a rich industry yeah and by rich industry i mean like people who are always constantly buying things yeah right like for us like we like, in, well, yeah, yeah, like, like, in a dog industry yeah like we in a dog industry because we both of us we have together three dogs yeah yeah so we've got three dogs and we know dogs pretty well now right and and that's the, the kind of area that we want to serve but then like think about a niche that is already rich and what i mean By rich is they're already constantly buying yeah right so like like fishing for example people are always buying um um bait and all that stuff
0: always right Um, and uh, dogs hiking
1: hiking
0: um uh houseware cleanware kitchenware is a big one
1: kitchenware is a huge one as well so like anything that you're passionate about just literally write it down just give you know put down 10 niches and see where your mind kind of takes you and then you can identify a problem for each one and then you would always go to one that will stand out for you by going online and check go on amazon and check that niche right you can see how many people have bought it you've see if it's a top product that maybe you want to sell as well and exactly like literally just follow that process and continue on and start a business that way instead of sitting down and not knowing what to do and looking for like the latest fads and stuff like that to to generate an income.
0: Yeah, and I just want to quickly talk about, um, Jali was saying about the rich markets. So I want to give you an example of a poor market, okay, that you, um, that is, that people wouldn't want to buy from. So probably the best example that I've seen people trying to sell to is university students. So I see a lot of, I've seen it two or three times over the past year, people trying to sell products to university students. Um, but what they don't realize is that it's a poor market. University students don't have money. They're often working casual jobs. They're in high debt because of their college. And, you know, the last thing they're wanting to buy is, is some random product on the internet like it could be clothes? Usually, they buy clothes, um, but you know, generally, high school students—I mean, university students—don't want to spend a lot of money online, so it's a poor market. Um, and that—that's basically like one example that I can think of.
1: Yeah, and um, yeah. The, yeah, the opposite of that is um, instead of looking at university students, you can look at you know babies, like newborn babies. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, the the industry, the niche, has gone a lot more richer. Right. Like that's another thing is if you're looking at infants and like little babies and all that stuff, they're not going to spend anything by themselves, but their parents, right? They're already excited about their newborn baby. They want to buy as much as possible, right? If you've gone to um, a friend's house who, you know, are expecting a baby and you go into their like nursery and they've already purchased like hundreds or thousands of dollars worth (laughs) of products and, and gadgets, for the newborn baby who aren't even born yet. So those are like the rich niche, niches that yeah. you wanna get into.
0: Yeah, same yeah. as dogs. I mean, like people take better care of their dogs than they do themselves.
1: And that's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, anyway, so, so we talked about, um, you know, identifying your interests. So what are you interested in? Um, we identify like, you know, there's different niches that you can join um what do you reckon is the last thing thinking about the different types of problems there are
1: yeah exactly Um, and then solving them or maybe you've already solved the problem and and you want to put that solution forward
0: yeah right yeah and then yeah yeah exactly last thing find the solution for it there's already plenty of solutions online the best thing you can do is go to amazon um, especially for the people in the u.s or even if you sell to the u.s market um you know amazon.com 50% of you know, Americans shop there, so you can go to your niche on Amazon and look for the top-selling products um, for the for the for the problem that you're trying to solve. And you know, that's the product that you can start selling.
1: Exactly. Okay. And
0: you know, the best way for you to actually, um, you know, once you've done all that research, once you've found your interest, the niche, um, the problem you want to solve, and you've found the product, you know, you're probably going to be thinking, well, how do I start selling online? Okay. Well, what we did was, like we've told you in previous. Uh, episodes, we're using um, the internet to sell products online, and you know, we do it through um, Peter Pru. And Peter Pru has an e commerce course, we've told you guys about him before. He's amazing, he'll teach you exactly how to take your product and start scaling it to five, six, seven figures. Okay, so. It's an amazing person, amazing guy, amazing mastermind community where everyone's entrepreneurs are all trying to make things happen and you know impact other people's lives and create memorable experiences with their family and friends, so on and so on. Highly recommend you watching his webinar. We'll put the link in the description, okay? Um, and you can go spend one hour or an hour and a half of your time um, with your phone away from you, um, you know, away from the kitchen where pots and pans are going everywhere. Um, and definitely spend intense concentration watching that an hour and a half worth of the webinar okay so we hope you guys enjoyed um this podcast i hope it was valuable to you and we'll see you in the next one bye
1: bye